to an episode of the Nintendo Tam Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Join me today is Wario Well. Ah, yes. Welcome to the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast, where we bring you such greatest of culture, especially after that direct, and as well the recent Fire Emblem banner. And there we mm, go. it is just so cultured indeed. Yes. Cultured, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say that Lil is happy he got a cup or two. <laughs> we will, I, will, I will roast you over that banner later. But for now, I must introduce some. More cultured people, thank God. Uh, like Skull Kit Scott. Howdy. I'm just over here just being kind of sad because rumors weren't true. But I mean, <laughs> well, that's, that's life in some Nintendo world. Sure. You, you, sh- you can't believe the rumors until after announcements come by. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. And, uh, and now our, next up, our personal rumor mill. Bye. Hi. You don't have anything interesting to say. She, she didn't, um, as but... usual. She didn't even react to me calling her our rumor mill. Like, that's how tired she is right now. I, 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 I'm trying to comprehend what that is, but I didn't want to ask you what it was. So I'm just like, yeah, you I'm not, tired, y'all. Hold on. Do you not know what a rumor mill is? Be honest. Do you mean, do you mean like an actual rumor mill like it sounds? How, how does it you sound, babe? How, hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how does it sound, babe? <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. She doesn't know what it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I will forgive her this time. I, I, I've been up since, like, what, 5.30 this morning? Yeah. yeah. Who's to blame for that? I had work. Yeah. Work yeah. is whooping my behind right now. Uh-huh. Uh, <sighs> it's gonna be that kind of show, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> the good news, and alluding to what Scott was stating earlier, we have been dealing with a deluge. Do you know what a deluge is? Okay, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> start making up words now. No. <laughs> do you know what the kerfuffle is, Faith? Uh, I do actually. I do know what that means. <laughs> the, the scuttlebutt. So uh, we, we have been dealing with a, a, a litany, also a word, of rumors and speculation and the biggest one as we've noted for the last two weeks in a row now are about we're about is about the nintendo direct where are we gonna get it was it gonna be soon was it gonna be this month or next month etc 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 so imagine our joy at last <laughs> when we finally got the announcement that the one was happening this week yeah, but fought, like uh, apparently Nintendo, like no, okay, we'll let the games first pass by us, and like okay, we'll just claim this week here. Like, please, please, no Nintendo, way to do your own thing again. Yeah, and, and that's the key thing here is that I I respect them waiting, okay. I respect them wanting to, you know, wait their turn and not be overloaded because there were some big announcements from Summer Game Fest to the end of the showcases. There were some big things. So I understood the wine to wait their turn. It's just my gosh, they make us wait for it like every time. Like especially once all the rumors start up, it's like, oh, they think it's gonna happen this week. <laughs> oh, they're saying it's next month. <laughs> you know, I could I could just see them like you know sipping their wine glasses and like, oh, they're gonna be so surprised when we when we share them what we have today or out of the next direct. You know, we we know you you're mocking us secretly, Nintendo, because you know you're gonna get our money in either way. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. But 
thankfully, yes, we did get it direct yesterday at the time of this recording. And as usual, we're going to break it down step by step in some dialect. Okay, Faith, since this is your first direct talk, uh, do you remember the late, great Satoru Iwata? This is not a trick question. Do I remember what? Mr. Satoru Iwata. <laughs> Who is that? Okay, He was the former president of Nintendo during at least three generations, if not more. And when he, he was the one who actually helped bring the Nintendo Directs to life. And so what he would do is he would open up the show by saying, you know, well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the next Nintendo Direct. We're bringing them directly to you. And he'd always bring his arms up right to his face and, like, push his hands forward as, like, to, like, beam the Direct into your mind. <laughs> and I swear, every time oh. I do the Direct talk line, I always do that motion in honor of Iwata. So, even though <laughs> no one but me can see what my hands are doing. <laughs> I'm doing it, Mr. Iwata. I know you see. I know you see. So, please understand. It's awesome. Anyway. So this is actually Faith's first direct talk. So I am very interested in not only hearing her thoughts on the direct as a whole, but the individual announcements that I know she was excited about. So, shall we begin? That was not a trick yes. question. Like, this is responses, people, responses. <laughs> My God, we finally got a Nintendo Direct. Like, come on. I'm yes, slow. Oh, I'm not touching that one. Ooh, I'm not touching that one. It's too easy. That's too easy. Ooh. 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 Oh, yeah, you set yourself up on that one. All right. You don't want to test me when I'm tired, man. <laughs> 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 I have no filter when I'm tired. Duly noted. Uh, I'm thinking about our pre-podcast conversation now. Anyway, so first off, and I'll admit this was kind of a surprise at first. They started off by showing the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And we got more glimpses into the hidden treasure of Area Zero, the Teal Mask, and the Indigo Disc. Now, on the plus side, we got to see more of these areas that we are going to be exploring. And some of the characters that we are going to meet, like uh, Kyrian and Carmine. As well as the, the vastness of the Blueberry Academy. Okay, first of all, I want to go to a Blueberry Academy. <laughs> Especially if there's like blueberry food everywhere. Like I love blueberries. I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that. I've loved them for a long <laughs> time. My mom makes it a delicious blueberry coffee cake. But uh Of course she does. Yeah, you, you, you dang right, of course she does. <laughs> dang right, of course she does. You know what to do if you want to get a slice. Anyway, um but, bring hot chocolate? No. <laughs> I, you know, actually she doesn't make that. Uh, she doesn't oh. really do drinks. Okay. We used to make like orange Julius, but okay, that's that's beside the point. Um, don't do not get me started on what my mom cooks. We'll be here all <laughs> night long. Um, although this actually would kind of relate to the uh, Splatfest talk we'll talk about later. But anyway, so <laughs> but we, uh, the Blueberry Academy is actually really cool because we're not only a school, but there's a terrarium under the freaking ocean. Yeah, so it's like, like we're going like really deep into like the sci-fi, like a terrarium under beneath civilization, like with their own separate biomes. Is like okay. Will did you just say that the Ocean Academy just went deep? <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I was like, he didn't. I I knew you didn't do that intentionally. So, but aside from the glimpses of the world, we also got. Uh, glimpses of some of the Pokemon we'll meet, including the three guardians of Kitakami from the Teal Mask, and of course the Teal Mask Pokemon itself. 
Uh, and then the uh, Indigo Disc Pokemon that we shall see, who was teased in the Pokemon, uh, the new Pokemon anime Horizons, actually. Oh. So uh, it was it was the pre-evolved form, but still. Now the bad news is that we still don't have a release date. Like, oh my gosh, like that. And this will spell to my thoughts on the direct as a whole later. But this was one of the bigger disappointments because while I'm glad we got the footage. The footage is superfluous if you really think about it. <laughs> we, we needed the release dates, and all we got was once again follow winter 2003, which we're in summer. Fall's almost here. Give us a date, dang you. <laughs> or maybe they finally learned the, the Game Freak finally learned a lesson to actually take their time with it. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Not Game Freak, the Pokemon Company. Pokemon Company, but they own it. They own the Game Freak. But they own it. I know, I'm just saying, but like Game, Game Freak is just the developer, Pokemon Company is the publisher. And they're the ones who rush it out because we know Game Freak well, yeah, prefers yeah. to take their time. Anyway, but yes, I'm fine if this if that is the case. By all means, because as I noted with, uh, I think it was last week with me and Faith's playthrough that we did, uh, the glitches are like still there. It's not even it's not even funny at this point. It's been what over like eight months since the game came out, and you haven't fixed some of these things. So, yeah. Do, do better so hopefully that is the case with this i actually got stuck the other day and it was quite funny i was <laughs> like i i don't even remember what i was doing i was like on top of a building don't ask me why i was like on the roof of a building but i was and like i fell downward and instead of just like falling and landing i like nosedived into the side of the wall and the concrete and i was stuck <laughs> and i'm like okay this is fine <laughs> <laughs> This is fine. She says she's stuck in the building. Everything is fine <laughs> right now. So, but I, I I was excited for this to to an extent because we did get to see you know more of a, a Kitakami and the, the Blueberry Academy and see some of the characters we'll meet. But I really do hope we don't have to wait too long to find out about these release dates, one way or the other. They're gonna do a shadow drop. No, <laughs> don't test them. <laughs> I mean, they they did that multiple times in this direct as we'll note and yep <laughs> like I, at times i don't mind but like other times you know we, it, a little build up is a good thing i mean look what happened with zelda <laughs> you, you you played that thing for years <sighs> so, any other thoughts on uh pokemon before we move on I think that the, the, I don't remember its name. I only read its name like once, but the new cat Pokemon, or is it a cat or a dog? I don't know. Whatever the, the, the big one. That one's really cute. Yeah. And they have, um, I was researching one of the powers that they have, the toxic, the toxic chain, and that sounds really cool from what I've learned about it. There's not much information on it yet, though, which I'm kind of sad about. I want to know about all of it, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see info on their names or whatever. So you definitely, you you got more reporting than I did. But it that's definitely a dog. Like that thing's clearly a dog. Yeah, again, it's basically based on the Legend of Momotaro. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, y'all are right. Mm -hmm. Wait, Momotaro? Uh, Japanese folklore or yeah. Eastern folklore? Yeah. Wasn't that the one about the dumpling? Uh, yes, it is based on that these from the dumpling to story. Yes. Okay, because that like I remember Momotaro from Samurai Jack. <laughs> wrong Momotaro, but I guess in reference, I don't know. Okay, anyway. But uh, yeah, so that that was an interesting way to start off, because I, I was actually expecting a bigger surprise to start, because they usually try and like hit us big time in the beginning yes. and the end, but I was, so I was a little surprised they went with the DLC that we didn't even get a release date for, but okay. Alright, next up, uh, speaking to Tyler in the Shadowverse, we had a new look at Sonic Superstars. 
And we did get some new information, actually, including that this is all new areas, so no repeats of uh, previous Sonic games. And no Green Hill Zone. There you go. And as we know, we, we will be playing as Sonic or Tails or Knuckles or Amy. But the, tw the twist is that they all have their own special abilities that you can use, like Knuckles can climb and Amy uses her hammer and such. But uh, for the first time ever, you'll be able to do four-person co-op play. Yes! Local co-op play. Lo lo is, it, is it local? Is it only local? Last I checked on the fine print, I believe so. Oh, okay, we have to check the fine print. Yeah, and then there's going to be new items and abilities that you can use, such as making clones or seeing hidden objects in the level and uh, climbing up waterfalls, which I'm sure... I'm not sure how I feel about that because, you know, Sonic's afraid of water, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, yeah four-person <laughs> local co-op. Good catch, Will. So I can see why this is uh, exciting a lot of people. I know it excited people when we got it. it uh, Will's announced at the Summer Game Fest. Curse you, Jock Keeley. But... Uh, this definitely does look impressive, and as we'll talk about a little bit later, it meshes with the, like, the 2D feel of a certain other game, <laughs> and how they're trying to push things into a fun yet familiar direction. So, not mad about that. And again, coming out fall of this year, so not too far away. It's exciting. <laughs> I know. Yeah, su such enthusiasm in your voice, Scott. I can tell. I mean, I'm just excited because it's, it's good to have local co-op. It's mm -hmm. one of those things that used to be in like the old Sonic the Hedgehog two and like three. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. it, I mean, to be fair, it had it. It just wasn't very good in those ones. So hopefully, it's. <laughs> oh, better. how much we improved in technology? Yes. <laughs> it's literally like those things where you give your like kid brother or kid sister the remote and just say, "Go play as Tails," and then doesn't even matter what they do because they can't really do anything. <laughs> But what do you do if you have no friends, no siblings, and nobody you know will play with you? Then what do you do? You beg. <laughs> be remote play. Yeah. It's like, Faith, Faith, I will let you be my tails. No. You know, I remember one time as a kid, I thought I was something when I had two DSs, and I'm like, I'm going to play as Mario and Luigi at the same time. I thought I was something. I literally <laughs> thought I was something. <laughs> I, I I used to be something, and then I couldn't do it anymore. And then I couldn't play Zelda. You know, sometimes you just, as you get older, you know, you just lose your touch, and it's okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've never lost my touch. I'm just saying. I also could argue I never had the touch. So, you know. But if you do, congrats, because you got the touch. Uh, I was waiting for you to say that. I was, I was waiting I was, for I was that. waiting. You'll be right in the eye of the storm. She and Faith is like, what in the heck is he singing right I now? I was just thinking about the cheese touch from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. That, that, dread, that dreadful commercial that always came on that I just thought was the weirdest thing. That's a re wow, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That is not a reference I expected from you, Faith. <laughs> well, I didn't say that I like it. It's just that no. they played that commercial so much that it beat it into my head, and I'm just like, okay. I can I can sympathize. I can sympathize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I think it's sometimes forgotten that Nintendo kind of sort of basically invented local co-op because they had so many games that would use it or could use it. Like Mario and Mario Kart, eventually Smash Brothers. I mean, yeah, even since the days of the Famicom and all that. Yeah. yeah so, like, I'm glad that as many games are trying to say, like, hey, you can't play next to each other. You don't have to go online. There's this thing called local people. 
<laughs> or yeah, basically Nintendo's basically saying go touch some grass, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but not, in the, but not in the Green Hill Zone. The, no, that, that's the, you can't get there anymore. All right. All right. Okay. This next one, I I know that I think Faith is excited about this one, <laughs> but I I do want to make a, a a joke here, not about Faith this time. Uh, when the direct was announced, I saw a tweet, and it was easy projections for the Nintendo Direct or something like that. And one of them said like remake, remaster announcement. Another was like a collection. And then the third one was like multiple farming simulators. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, those actually aren't inaccurate. And then sure enough, Polya gets announced, <laughs> and it's you know a farming slash life simulator. And it looks so cute. Told you. <laughs> Told you. Okay. I oh. saw it, and I'm like, this looks like The Sims, but a farming simulator somehow, some way. And, and Face Life was completed that day. She did not need to see another thing in that direct because she had Polly. <laughs> no, then also we got the other farming sim that's in, that was in the direct as well. Almost, we got two. I must we have got that two. Out. See, so there you go. That tweet was accurate. Multiple farming <laughs> simulators in every direct. That is the new norm. <laughs> yeah. Like, for, forget, forget go and touch grass, Will. Go and touch a farm. Go, go, go virtual go. grass. Yeah, exactly. Go grow your farm. <laughs> go make your own grass. So, yeah. Um, this is the thing. Also, I misread the game when it was announced, so I thought it was called Singularity 6. I'm like, that's an odd name for a farming simulator. <laughs> what? The, the people who made it are called Singularity 6. And oh. when, when they scrolled out the titles, I read the top part, not the bottom. And so I was like, wow, they're calling this game Singularity 6. I wonder why they call it that. And then later on, they called it Polly. I'm like, wait a minute. They said the game was called po Singularity 6. My bad. See, even the host can make mistakes once in a blue moon. A very rare blue moon. You're welcome. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Faith's excited about that game. Yay. Now let's talk about a game I'm not excited about, ladies and gentlemen. Persona 5 Tactica! <laughs> <laughs> because when they showed this game, my first reaction, I kid you not, was, oh my god, we're not getting Persona 3 Reload, are we? <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought, Because they showed that this one first. And so I, I was like, okay, if they don't show Persona 3 next, we're not getting it. And there have been, going back to the rumor thing, multiple rumors about, no, the Switch version is coming. Atlas even uploaded a, a new video of the trailer and it said it was coming to the Switch and they actually edited it so it wouldn't say that anymore. But as of right now, we are still, we Switch owners are not getting Reload, but we are getting Tactica, which is bullcrap! <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we're getting the Persona 5 spinoff for every system, but not a mainline entry. Like, the fact that we were just this past days, like, Persona 3 Reload has been like getting leaked Day in, day out, it's like it's almost to the point like the blue matches the water theme of like being leaking <laughs> everywhere. It's just like you know, on Play Asia has been listed, uh, everywhere else, like Spanish listings and all that, even they themselves on Instagram or whatever may be listed on Switch. But no, 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 we sweep it under the rug. No, you, you didn't see anything. They're trying to pull a freaking Jedi mind trick on us, <laughs> like, dude, Atlas, what are you doing? You know, the internet's not stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Not just that, but I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was stated that Persona 5 in its two forms, the main form of Royal, across all platforms has now sold like over like 9 million copies. Yeah, and... the Persona 5 series, yeah, more or less half of the sales of the entire series of all Persona. Yeah, exactly, it's... but the key thing here is like that's a big boost 
because of the Persona 5 Royal multi-platform thing that hit last year. And I guarantee you that there were a lot of Switch owners who bought that game. I know I was one of them. It was I crazy. was one of them too. I downloaded it here as well. <laughs> That's three sales. And we'll get Faith to buy it later. That's four sales. <laughs> but will she play it? <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, hold on, hold on. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not the question of will she play it, it's the question of when she'll actually finish it. <laughs> wow. Fair. No, this one's this one this one it, it's not because of you. No, this one I, I legit mean because this game is this game is a hundred plus hours. It is quite sizable. Mm. Yes. It is quite sizable. I mean like this this puts tech this technically puts Zelda to shame and I played that game for like eighty hours before I was done. Done, quote unquote. <laughs> I kind of have attachment issues because, like, with some of these games, I don't want to finish them because I don't want them to be over. But if you play uh, something like The Sims or Disney Dream My Valley or Animal Crossing, that crap can go on forever. It's true. I mean, it's basically like Animal Crossing. There is no end, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, depending on how you play Persona, there probably could be no end. Well, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you, could, you totally just could make it so you don't end the day, I suppose, but whatever. Like Zelda, that's, that's something that's cool about Zelda, it totally doesn't have to end. Yeah, you don't even have to finish the story. <laughs> no, I, I didn't for my review, which was a very rare thing for me. So, But go, going back to this, I, I'm very disappointed because... and I, Okay, look, the Switch right now is... The biggest console out there. Screw you, PS5 and Xbox Series X, which we will talk about later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, these guys don't want to talk about. But it's the biggest console out there. These games sell millions, period. Third-party games sell millions, period. And we, the Switch audience, were begging forever to get Persona 5 Royal. And we finally get it. We show up. We help you get sales. And how do you reward us? With Tactica. <laughs> who wants this game? You know, I'll tell you who wants this game. Tellius Tyler wants this game. Why? I have no godly idea. Oh, I don't want to think that's one. It reminds them of very fun, very fire of them with tactical role playing <laughs> games and all that. And of course, nasty for me. I, I, I will anything for Persona Five. And he listening to more music from Lynn by all means, take my money. Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm serious here. Like, we, me and Tyler were having a, a, a debate on. Twitter about the quality of the, the of the direct and I'm, and he's and I'm like we got Tactica instead of Reload and that's bullcrap and he literally says and I'm quoting here they, there's like 19 Persona games out there we didn't need Reload I'm like what are you talking about that means you wanted Tactica and he goes no I'd rather have Tactica than Reload I'm like no <laughs> I told you Will I told why you why not just have both <laughs> yeah on Switch yes. Both on Switch. Both, 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 yeah. both. And honestly, both. I am not a fan of this art style. I really not. Uh, and it's like a, it's another side story, like Strikers Watch, which we don't need. Persona 5 Royal is fine on its own, and they're already teasing, like, oh, like, there's, can we trust this arena person? Which means we can't trust this arena person. <laughs> and I'm like, did we not learn from Akechi? Like, my gosh. So I'm not saying she's <laughs> as evil as Akechi, but still. And yeah, apparently as well, there will be DLC. We'll be also connecting Kasumi and Akechi as well. So apparently there, yeah, there is some spoilers. In I'm just in disappointed it's DLC. <laughs> so the game is coming out November 17th. If you want to get it, by all means. But the Switch owners deserve Persona 3 Reload because we got to play Royal. And if you could get Royal to work on Switch, there's no reason you can't get Reload. Okay, so yeah. And Tyler, you're just wrong. So you <laughs> and hey, if you if you want to debate me on this, you know where the podcast is, or do you? 
Come back, Tyler. We have cookies. No, no, no. The cookies are gone. Faith ate them all. Wait, wait. Where are the cookies? Oh. See, you told you. See, you gave her hope, Will. You don't give her hope. All right. Uh, next up was Myth Force. Which... Jump into the world of a Saturday morning cartoon. Jeez, that announcer. That was, yeah, that was, that was a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. And I'd rather just make a Saturday morning cartoon instead of play one. I'm just, I'm just saying. So. Uh, I got nothing on this one. You guys good to move on? I mean, it's fine. I mean, like, it seems to be, like, in that niche audience. But, like, the associated things, like, sure. If, because, again, we have Diablo 4 ready as it is. I mean, if you want to go for the animated, associated Diablo 4 first-person thing, fine. But, yeah, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. Also, man. Also, Looked Diablo okay. On no, I'm just joking. We don't need Diablo 4 on Switch. We don't need that. We don't, we don't really need it. All right. Okay. This next one is. Uh, I don't know why we need this on the direct, but they did it anyway. Flat fest announcement. Yep. Yay. Yeah, I know. Question <laughs> mark. Yeah, and I'll get to that at the end during our recap. But the next Flat fest will be on July 14th through the 16th. Which sucks because that Saturday I will be at a Comic Con. However, I will be available on Friday and Sunday, so I will I will make two. But the next topic is about ice cream. Yeah. So Yay. what flavor of ice cream do you prefer? Chocolate, lots of chocolate, or fudge chocolate? I'm just joking. Lots uh, of chocolate. Lots of chocolate. <laughs> See, this guy gets it. It's all about the chocolate. But instead we're gonna have vanilla versus strawberry versus mint chip. Vanilla. Vanilla. I'm just confused on that decision, but I think it's because they didn't want chocolate to be in the running. Exactly. I mean, we did have our, our, yeah. our chocolate-themed Splatfest back in Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah but chocolate. that's not ice cream. It's true. <laughs> but I, I, I feel that that was honestly the reason. They're like, okay, look, we already had a chocolate-themed podcast or a Splatfest, so let's <laughs> let's change it up a little bit. And there's chocolate in the mint chip, so, you know... That could be your, you know, your your patsy or whatever. So, <laughs> but yes, it's vanilla versus strawberry versus mint chip, and we will of course be doing our satellite and splat when the time comes. But uh, I'm stuck between strawberry and mint chip because mint chip is just so good when you have like the right version. But strawberry <laughs> is deceptively good. Like if I, I strawberry milkshake is my go-to when I, when the chocolate's not available. It's like, oh, we don't have chocolate, fine, strawberry, and it's like so good. Mm. Yeah, I, I like mint chocolate chip. Yet. Yeah, I mean, again, call me basic, but I'll just go with, with, with vanilla, just because vanilla is indeed the top-tier basic flavor of all time. I'd say the best part about vanilla is you can add stuff to it, but mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. then it's chip, no longer the vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, cookies and cream and all that, and of course, naturally, with garden, if if my PTSD has has taught me anything, yes, they will <laughs> admit, I think the majority will want to go vanilla because of raisins. <laughs> hey, hey, Will? Well, yeah, you're basic. <laughs> anyway, and also there are going to be new challenges available in the game. The new like special challenges, including foggy notion. Ah ha ha. I mean, it is nice. I mean, again, it's basic going back to like the um, blah, 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 the big run modes and all that. So yeah. the seven runs. So yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. All right. Next up was I'll honestly say it was one of the surprises of the show. Ladies and gentlemen. Detective Pikachu. Return. Yes, <laughs> finally back. Yes, he's back. He's back. Uh, All those rumors of a Detective Pikachu like 
three years ago finally showed up. That's yeah, <laughs> finally came. Wow. You guys, you, guys, you guys remember that, right? Like, I'm asking Faith as well. But, like, you remember when they did that weird Pokemon presentation? That was when they first announced Pokemon Sleep. And then they said Detective Pikachu is getting a sequel. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was, like, that really weird. It wasn't a direct, but it was, like, a live event. And it was, like, this is weird. And yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And it, but hey, their prophecy came true because D- Nintendo, Nintendo Sleep, Pokemon Sleep, don't give them ideas. Pokemon Sleep <laughs> is coming. And now we have Detective Pikachu returns. And my gosh, does that Detective Pikachu sound old? Like, like, oh, premium roast. Like, what? I didn't play the first one. I didn't watch the movie with Ryan Reynolds, which I'm you know, kind of glad I didn't. Uh, I, I'm still bitter. But. Uh, not like coffee, though. This is just... I, I don't know what to think about this, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, the, I, what I hear KG saying again as Detective Pikachu again, ah, I love the smell brewing roast. And like, the only thing I just can imagine <laughs> is freaking Danny DeVito. I'm sorry. I'm just. In that the is the one we should have got. But yeah. like, hearing <laughs> Danny DeVito as, as Detective Pikachu, like, yeah, that gruffness. I mean, <laughs> I mean again, I, lo- I, lo- I got the amiibo, but, and it's just like that, like, very strange addition in the Pokemon series. But eh, why not? Why not? I really didn't like the voice. Yes, preach. Like, I, like as soon as I saw it come up, like when the trailer started and I saw it was Pokemon, I got so excited and I'm like, yes, I want this, I need it, so on and so on. And then I'm talking about this look of disgust just came up on my face when Pikachu <laughs> talked, and I'm like, what did they do to him? Yeah, well, he I'm didn't like... ask for this. Uh, a, f- a phrase I've said many times over the last few years, Marvel. Um. So, like, I'm literally listening to this as we're talking, and I'm, like, hearing his voice and, like, oh, like, oh this, what is going on here? Like, this is just the beginning. Like, what, what is this? Like, ah, premium roast. Like, wow. Like, like, this voice is a choice, man. Like, they sound, like, he sounds like, I don't know how to word this, but maybe, like, he sounds like some hot anime dude. And I'm like, that's not Pikachu. Well, again, that's no, Katie Tang. If you know his his uh, re- repertoire, then yes, he does do hot anime boys. I yeah, but I'm just like, it's not Pikachu. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely an interesting choice, even back in the first game, like, why they have gave him this kind of voice, a gruff, like, a voice like that. It is definitely questionable, but eh. Okay. That's like getting The Rock to voice Kirby. How does that I make sense? I would pay for that. I pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you understand what I'm about to do to you, King DDD? Do you think that I'm not going to beat you? Hey, that doesn't matter what you think! <laughs> <laughs> and Boy, all I say is, you're welcome. <laughs> like, yeah, hire us. We, we give great suggestions for voice actors. Uh, intentionally remember the rock is a voice actor he has done many animated projects including a crypto movie which i refuse to see uh <laughs> hashtag not my crypto or my ace the bat hound <laughs> you, want, you want to know who i hate more than joff Keeley? kevin hart okay like <gasps> i'm sorry Todd. what should i not hate uh should i hate joff Keeley more than kevin hart uh, mm. But Kevin Hart's funny. He no, he's not. Good comedy video. He is. No, no. no. talking cash back. Not a game. No. Just... We're gonna talk about this after the podcast. Oh, you do that, Dave. Oh, you do that. <laughs> oh, the fury that I have right now. All the points you got with me earlier, gone. <laughs> gone. Uh, I mean, he's not the best comedian, but like when I'm sad, there are like two videos of his that I go and watch, and it makes it better. He's barely 
funny. Period. And the story <laughs> has one mode: loud comedy. And it it's like, oh, shut up, shut up, Kevin Hart. Well, okay, I come from a very loud family, so. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to comment on that either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, yes, Detective Pikachu returns. It's coming. Whether you like the voice or not, I don't. Um, and it's coming on October 6th. So, hey, it actually is coming this year. So, congrats. And one of many this year announcements that Nintendo was wise to give us. So, all right. yeah, I remember all those people saying that they didn't have anything to show for 2023? Well, I mean, at, at first I was thought they were actually getting close to being right, and then, <laughs> and then they dropped the next announcement, which the entire internet was excited about. But first, some context. Before the direct happened, there were major rumors dropping. Again, the rumors mill, the rumor mill, not named Faith, um, was dropping, <laughs> and they were saying apparently one of two RPGs was going to get a full-on remake. The, the RPGs in question were Chrono Trigger, which made Scott very happy. <laughs> yes. And I wanted it too, for the record. I would have been very happy with that. Uh, I played it on the DS. It was a great time. And then the other one was Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. And everyone was saying, okay, look, that we're not going to get that. We're, we're going to get Chrono Trigger. We're totally going to get Chrono Trigger. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We got Super <laughs> Mario RPG! <laughs> which I'm not angry about getting no. that one. I still really appreciate and love that RPG. It's just, you know... Yeah. Never tell me we're going to get a Chrono Trigger remake as one of a 50-50 shot. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think like because a lot of people basically saying like, yeah, just like let them remake this uh, classic RPG first and like use that as a template for Chrono Trigger RPG. Yeah, Chrono Trigger remake. I don't know. It seems to be like, yeah, remake this first. Right. So before we dive into this trailer, Faith. Yes. Do you understand the importance of Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars? I did some research on it, and it I'm sounds proud. like a really cool game. Okay, so that's a great answer, and I'm glad you did your research. But let's give you a little backstory here. So this was made back okay. in the SNES days, all right? So the second generation mm -hmm. Nintendo consoles. And that was when my parents were playing video games. <laughs> so, so, many, so many things I want to say here, but I um, So Nintendo was on, was doing really well, and then they teamed with Squaresoft before they came Square Enix, and they, Squaresoft, made the first ever Mario RPG. This Ooh. RPG. And it was an instant classic. Like, we're talking top 10 SNES games, period. And it was so legendary, pun intended, that it the spiritual successor to this was the Paper Mario franchise. Yep. And... <laughs> This game, like, still resounds in the minds and hearts of gamers. So that when this announcement was made, ladies and gentlemen, the internet exploded literally. Mm -hmm. Like, I saw so many prominent <laughs> people from the gaming side of things screaming because we were getting Super Mario RPG. I'm talking about Gerard the Completionist. I'm talking about the Crew of Death Battle. You know, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, we're getting a remake of Super Mario RPG!" So. And we have never had this. We've never had a remaster. We've never had a remake. We've only had the ports via the virtual channel, which I did buy eventually on the Wii, I believe it was. Wii or Wii U. So to get this, and looking beautiful, by the way. Yes, it does. It <laughs> does look beautiful. Like I would say this easily ranks higher, and I don't mean this as an insult, uh, than a Link's Awakening. Oh, because that was a, that was a nice chibi style, but I did I I, I kind of felt it was disingenuous at points. But this is like beautiful. This is honored. it looks a lot more polished too. It, it does, and it, it looks like they honored the original like vi visions of the characters, which we'll get to with the cover art. But yeah, this game has been completely remade, 
visually. The gameplay still looks to be the same with the turn-based RPG, which Faith at the time, no one had ever thought, hey, let's put Mario in an RPG setting. He was always a platformer <laughs> or Mario Kart. That was all we had back then. So this came out before Party and Smash and all of them. So this was a trendsetter in many ways. And so for us to, it, us and you, you, Faith, to get the chance. Yes, me. Yes, to get the chance to play this is huge. Also, this was the first game where Mario actually got to team with characters like Peach and Bowser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a staple of many things to come. And, of course, the creation of the character that we'll never get in Smash Brothers, Gino. <laughs> so, but yeah, this looks this looks beautiful. I, I, I have a very long story I could tell about this game involving my cousin buying my SNES and I, I having to try and get it back. It's a little long story, but I, I had to wait for so long to play this game myself and own a copy, and now I can own the remake, which I'm sure will be just better overall. Mm. Yeah, just like looking at this trailer, like obviously, like again, people are losing minds. Even like the um, Curb for AKA Chris Niosi, who who made that music video back in the day, uh, raw, uh, in the Forest Maze. If you remember that old YouTube video, <laughs> but yeah, he was like, I guess I'm going to make a new video now. And like, and <laughs> yeah, also it's been confirmed that Yokoshi Mimura will be coming back to in for this remake as well. So yeah, hearing more Yokoshi Mimura comp composition, just I can't wait. Again, I, I cannot wait to see here uh forest maze again after all these years a remake version of that a new composition as well like just it does see in this trailer it seems to be so much more additions again you see that meter on that corner uh, like apparently there will be full-fledged cutscenes in this game yeah like it is like there's just so many things that like all those memories that are flood flooding back from those years and I guess like now we finally know why Nintendo put those cease and desist for all those fan remakes for this for, <laughs> for the game because they were making this. So <laughs> yeah, just if you grew up back in that in the day, yes, we are old. But if you grew during the days with that original game and now we see it here in just what it was meant to be with HD graphics, it's just like uh, it is. It was it, it was the, if not like the highlight for the direct. Yeah, brings a tear to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and trust me, I get, and we'll talk about this later, but I get that there are times when it seems like all we're getting are remakes, remasters, but there are times when it's deserved. When this, like a, a title has just been out of the loop for so long that it, it needs the remake. It needs the remaster. It deserves to be reborn. This is a great example. Because again, this was only on the SNES and then like the virtual console systems on Nintendo. This has never been remastered. This has never been remade. This is the first time. And we are owed. <laughs> All right. And, <laughs> and gamers like Faith are owed because they never had the chance to play this before. I already have it. Oh. Go ahead. I already have it pre ordered. That's See? how excited I am. There you go. <laughs> See, she, she gets it. And again, I am very, very proud. So. All right. I'm sorry, but it's like, th this is great. And we're getting it on uh, November 17th, which, ladies and gentlemen, fulfills my prophecy from last week where Nintendo has always had, like, a big title in November. So this is it. And I know there's another one that comes out in November. I don't care. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently it is the same date as Persona 5 Tactica. So. Gee, I wonder which one I'm getting. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> so... Yeah, I am very excited about this. I know everyone else is very excited about this. This is a dream come true in many ways. So, but Scott, I do apologize, and I am sorry that we are not getting Chrono Trigger. Not yet. 
Okay. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. I will, a chance. I will a survive chance. off of my 17th DS run. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever floats your goat. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up. Okay, this was this was the second of many surprises. Uh, we are getting. Okay, I guess this is the third after Detective Pikachu. We're getting a Princess Peach game again. Which I know a lot of people are happy about, including myself, because Peach does not get all the love that she should as a character. And that apparently is finally, finally changing because we are getting a new Switch game with her next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Faith, I don't know, I honestly don't know if you know this, but we did get a Princess Peach game on the DS, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I had it. it. The DS. Oh, you had it? <laughs> Yeah, I had it. I remember my mom bought it for me like the year that it came out for Christmas. And she's like, I know you're going to love this. You love Princess Peach. You know that this whole thing. And she bought me one of those, one of those stylists, like the big stylus, like the characters on top of it. <laughs> I had like a whole princess deck out thing for my DS. And I loved that game. And now I still have the game. Like I still have that one. And I like sold so many of my DS games, but I still kept that one. Because it means that much to me. So I was very excited to see that we're getting another type of Peach game. Mm -mm. Uh, Faith, don't sell that game. That thing is an antique. It is an antique. Do not sell that mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and for all of you thinking, well, like, well, it must have not sold well if, it were, if we're only getting one now. Actually, it sold millions. Like, it was yeah. a successful title, which proves that Peach is popular. Who knew? <laughs> also, Faith, do you remember the item that uh, Peach had, which made her arguably even more famous in that game? Um, which item? That would be uh, the vibe scepter. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can all make your own jokes here. <laughs> that battle certainly has. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then hey, but wait, we're not done with the Mario announcements, ladies and gentlemen, because we are going to be getting a remaster of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. The oh. was that 3DS? That was 3DS, right? Uh, yes, Dark Moon, yes, the, yeah. Yeah, the, basically the enhanced version of the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and again, they even made sure it's to say it's a visually enhanced, so it's just, you know, an overhaul, not a not a full on remake, I guess. So, yeah, I have thought I have thoughts on that too. All right, but we will get to them later, because next we're going to talk about something that I thought I would never have to do in my lifetime, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to have to insult Batman. <laughs> Worse, I am going Batman. To, I am going. I am Batman. Uh, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Oh my voice! Oh my gosh! So, uh, yeah, because one of the not happily surprising elements was we are getting the Dark Knight. Uh, sorry, I said Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> I, did, I did the voice that was in my mind. Uh, we're gonna get the Arkham trilogy on the Switch. To which I say, why? Yeah, again, it's like it's been really realistic so many times prior, and other says that now, only now, we're getting a switch. Yeah. Or, like, these are like almost feels like a half decade kind of games. It's been five years, if not more, it feels like, and now it's getting to switch. Arkham I mean, Asylum was 2007, so that's been yeah, it's been a while. Uh, geez, now I feel old, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> sure, if you want to like add one more again, pay respect to the late great uh Kevin Conroy, sure, I'll be happy, happy to do that, but. Yeah, like the final fact we actually get this game on the Switch. I mean, the last one I remember is back on the Wii U, if I recall correctly. Oh yeah, we we got uh, Arkham City on the Wii U, which was a choice for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
But, I wonder if this means they optimize Arkham Knight a bit better. Uh, who knows? It still won't be the great game. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. I am a big fan of the Arkham trilogy outside of Knight and City and the original were like, game changers. Without those, we would not have gotten the Spider-Man title that we got from Insomniac, which I know Faith is a big fan of, and she's looking forward to the sequel, as am I, on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. She has a PS5, so she can indulge. But, um, <laughs> but like, this is just this is the this is the embodiment of superfluous. Like what what is Rocksteady going through right now? Well, we know what they're going through with Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are they so desperate for money? They're like, hey, let's bring the games to Switch and see if we can squeeze out a few more bucks. Like, is that is that what's going on there, Rocksteady? Because this is random AF. Yeah, this is a little way late in the game to put Arkham trilogy on it. Should have been like the first three years of the Switch life if they oh, wanted. Yeah. Even just wait for the next system. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually gonna. Do, uh, I'm gonna uh, start more with Scott here. If you did this like not too long after Arkham Knight, sure, fine, be that way. But the longer you get from this, the the less sense it makes to bring it over, especially to the Switch. Like, look, mm-hmm. I know the Switch can play great games, and I have defended it for a long time, but. Even with these older games, I don't. I have no desire to play this on my Switch. I have it on the, my PC, and it plays dang well on my new PC, thank God. But in fact, that was the reason I got to play Arkham Knight at last, is because I upgraded my PC. <laughs> so even if you got it to run well on the Switch, sure, fine. How many people are reasonably going to buy this when they likely have it on their higher uh, resolution consoles, like your Xboxes or your PlayStation mm-hmm, or your mm-hmm, PCs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This and is... all three of them are ridiculously cheap on all of those. Yeah, it's like only 10 bucks now individually. Exactly. So even if they just do like, say, 40 bucks for the trilogy, you could still save money by getting it somewhere else. So this is this is the embodiment of a needless port that no one asked for. And yes, they're great games, but you could play them on other systems, better systems, and you likely already have it if you wanted it. So this isn't like a Persona situation where you want to get it on multiple consoles, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so simple. He's not, he's only trying to deny what happened. And then they spent, I'm kidding you not, like a minute 30 on this. I'm like, why? Yeah, <laughs> it was it. definitely a feller thing, unfortunately. It's just like, it, it's just that thought, why? Yeah. And then there was Gloomhaven. Okay. okay. Yep. It. <laughs> it was a game. It was a game. It, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then, wait for it. We got to get the beat. We got to drop the beat because it's just dance. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey, I had I had just I had fun with Just Dance on Connect during my cousin's wedding. It was a highlight of my life. I'm not gonna lie, but again, n- not gonna get it, especially not for Switch. Just say. Uh, next up, see, knows how fast we're flying. That's a, that's a sign, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, now this one, I'll admit, at least looks interesting. It's called Silent Hope. It's an RPG about warriors stuck in a wordless kingdom, so they can't talk. I, so I know some people are like, I wish this was our world. So, I don't <laughs> so yeah, this is your, you know, the, the kingdoms been cursed to have no words and they have to figure out what happened, find the king, save the kingdom. And I'm sure some people will get some real enjoyment out of this. It looks crisp and they mix like the anime style cutscenes with the kind of chibi style overworld art. And yeah, I think this. Would I be- mean, it's, it was fine. It's yeah, it was fine. All right. I'll let uh, Faith talk about this next one because it's Bay Farm. Yes, I'm so excited for this because, like, okay, so I've been playing. Um, what is it? 
um, Sunhaven. And it's like, it's kind of the same concept, kind of. In Sunhaven, it's like you have different, I think they're called races, to where like you have, you can be a dragon, you can be a fairy, you can be a demon, you can be an angel, like all the different types of things. But it's like with this one, it's like we're all little fairies. And it's like, you want to know what it's really like? It's like Pixie Hollow, like Tinkerbell and all of her friends. And we're like, we get to have our own little village. And like, it's so cute. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I let you ran, run with this one. But yeah, so yeah, if you want, if you want to be a fairy and run a farm, pay farm. It's literally in the title. You're welcome. And I think it's multiplayer, ain't it? Uh, or it's I'm going sure. to be. Oh, I'm sure. I think it. it... Is. Yeah, like oh, so. Yeah, you know, I'm showing four characters on screen. That, that's <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so likely. I'm totally, I'm totally gonna get my guy friends to play with me because they they do what I tell them to because they love me. Uh, Todd, I would like to put in my resignation for the NP podcast. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, Will, Will, no, wait, take it with you. Sadly, I'm I'm sure I'll have to be forced to play this game, but I will endure because I am the host. Moving on. <laughs> Next up, we have Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, also, did you, did you guys know that there's a literal Hot Wheels live action show where they're like building Hot Wheels cars for like Jay Leno? No, it's, I did not know that. It's a real thing. It's on uh, NBC. It's right after Ninja Warrior, which is a superior show. <laughs> well, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. So, also, if you think your mom is cool, Jesse Graff's mom was 71. She took on the course and she completed two obstacles. Can your mom do that? I don't think so. My mom couldn't even do the first one. Yeah, and the, and the first one was hard. It was a straight-up pole vault, had the jump. Yeah, anyway. Uh, watch the episode. It was great. <laughs> uh, anyway. So... Sorry. Now, now I want to watch Ninja Warrior. Next up, we have <laughs> Manic Mechanics. This one I actually kind of enjoy a little bit because it's basically a machine, but overcooked, uh, overcooked machine edition. Yeah, that that's, feels accurate. And yes, Faith, this is absolutely multiplayer. So, <laughs> so you, you know who I think would like this game? Dom Toretto. <laughs> okay. Because, because when it comes to working on cars, you need family. <laughs> I, I, I live my I live my life one but car fix at a time. Not my best. Not my best voice. I don't try imitate uh, Vin Diesel. I can do Groot. I Groot. That's about it. So, just but can, can but can but but can you do Baby Groot? I am Groot. That is so cute. <laughs> I am Groot. Oh, okay. Now, 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 now repeat everything I just said. I am Groot. Uh huh. I am Groot. Uh huh. I am Groot. Right. I am Groot. No! <laughs> How did you do that? I just you just repeated the same thing. How is that possible? All right. So yeah. See, faith. Faith through a challenge. I answered. You're welcome. I am Groot. So next up, we have uh, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope, and this was something we teased earlier because wait for it. The, the second part of the DLC, The Last Spark Hunter. Shadow dropped. Yep. It's out. Yep. It's out right now. And in fact, a, a leak, ironically, happened just before them from Nintendo Switch News Channel of all places. So I don't know if that's really a leak, but whatever. So here's the here's the here's the deal. Uh, we find out immediately that this 
DLC content actually takes place within the main storyline before you finish the game. So if you're wondering how this ties into it, it is technically within the storyline. You just take place after you play it, whatever. So here's a synopsis. Quote, as they are approaching Curse's stronghold, Mario and his friends detect an intriguing signal from the melodic gardens, an enchanting musical planet, galaxy famous for its harmonious biophonies, biophone, whatever, uh, produced by a beautiful alien-like nature. Suspecting a new dark mess invasion, the heroes change their course only to find themselves trapped on a silenced planet. Explore the melodic gardens and investigate to find the origin of the threat. Looking over this place that was once vibrant with music, meet the plant's wild inhabitants. Explore the musical jungle and the mysterious ruins scattered around this new biome. I don't know why I'm talking in this voice, but it sounds really cool. And sail through the vast sea and sparkling lakes on your newfound boat. But tread carefully as new enemies await you from this dangerous path. Golems and field breakers roam the planet and will provide new tactical challenge even to the most experienced. Save the melodic gardens will ask you to face Kanya, the last spark hunter. This highly dangerous and techie villain will stop at nothing to accomplish her nefarious plans. Be aware, stopping here won't be easy as she has created an all new, powerful, never before seen weapon, the Mecha King Bob-omb. <laughs> yes! Yes! And yes. I don't know, he's still remembered. Yeah, and, and for the record, he does have the bunny ears. So that's canon. As should be. Yeah. And uh, we, so we got to see a small trailer for The Last Spark Hunter, and it looks good. Again, if you haven't played Sparks of Hope, you're really missing out. It was a really fun game. I really, really enjoyed it. And screw, screw whatever Ubisoft says. It was a success. But yeah, the second DLC content is available right now. If you haven't played it yet, go get it soon. And you can get it via the Season Pass. Uh, and then, of course, the Rayman content will be coming out later this year. So go get ready for that. All right, this next one uh, may not be for everyone, but it's definitely for a fan of a, fans of a certain franchise. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this is basically an offshoot of like D Dragon Quest Joker, which I remember playing back in the day. Like that was that was it. That was an interesting title. I didn't beat it, but I played it. So there you go. But yes, you I... go ahead. I have to admit, though, I was wa when I was watching the direct, I was watching it with my friend, and he really likes Dragon Quest. Hmm. And the whole time that I'm watching it, though, I'm like, this looks so much like a knockoff of Pokemon, kind of, because I've never <laughs> played Dragon Quest, so I don't know anything about it. So looking at it, I'm like, this kind of looks like a knockoff of Pokemon, though. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it straight up is. Like, it's... it's literally just a monster catcher, but Dragon Quest monster catcher. Yes. <laughs> And, and, and of course, for the record, Dragon Quest is like a, a super long running RPG series. It actually came well before uh, Final Fantasy. So, yeah, it's like the original. Like, it's, wow. it's, it's the OG. It basically defined the OG RPG in yeah. Japan. O old school RPGs, but yes. Yeah. So, and, you know, they've, they've been around, and uh, Dragon Quest 12 was like really, really well received. So, 13 is on the way. But uh, this is like one of their many, many, many spinoffs. And apparently we're going to see one of the Heroes of Light return. Yep. Somehow. Or you could just go play Smash Brothers and play as all the Heroes of Light. <laughs> I see no problems with this. Not at all. Not at all. So also, good news. It's coming out on December 1st, 2023. I, did they say whether this was exclusive or not? I don't think it is. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think it is. So. Uh, especially after what they did with Octopath Traveler 2. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have a game that I will let Faith talk about, but I'm going to uh, explain what we get to see. Uh, Pikmin 4. 
which was uh, ironically the only game that we absolutely knew was going to be in the Nintendo <laughs> Direct. Because yeah. they even said Pikmin 4 is going to be there, so thank you. So this time around, unlike a few weeks ago where we got the story trailer, we got the gameplay trailer. And it actually revealed quite a few interesting things, including that, like what they said in the story trailer, you will be the newest member of the Rescue Corps, having to go and save Olimar and the rest of the Rescue Corps who crash-landed on the planet twice. And now we find out you crash landed too. So you guys will really suck on this planet. You know, if you can't even rescue yourselves, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. But yes, once you crash land on the planet, you will be going and mix, meeting up with the Pikmin and a new dog called Otachi. O Otachi. Otachi? Ochi. Ochi. Sorry. I, I wasn't listening. I was only reading the name. So yes, Ochi. Also, <laughs> and also, how is it a dog if it has two legs? I'm just saying. Alien dog, Todd. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, yes, Ochi will be your new companion alongside the Pikmin. It is your mission to fix your ship and find all the castaways in this strange world. But uh, there's going to be a lot more to it this time, not the least of which are the abilities of Ochi. Because Ochi will be able to uh, harm certain objects, will be able to fight monsters to an extent. He does have a health bar, so be careful. Protect your Ochi. Protect it. <laughs> Protect it with your life. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my. Oh, geez. I, I sense a word pun there. Ochi, Oshi. Oh, my God. I sense a word pun there. <laughs> I don't get it. It's Japanese. Look it up. Oh. <laughs> and if you said Ochi, Ouchi, that would have been different. Don't give your Ochi an Ouchi. You know, that's a word pun, Will. I'm just saying. And uh, as we saw also, uh, Ochi can ferry you and your Pikmin across the water, so giving you more range than ever before. So they're clearly, you know, making sure Ochi feels like an, an essential part of the game. And as you travel through the world, you'll find certain treasures like a, you know, a Nintendo S, uh, sorry, a Game Boy Advance SP, because why not? And <laughs> you'll use these treasures to fix your ship and expand the range of your radar so you can visit new areas. Uh, but wait, that's still not all, because ladies and gentlemen, this game legit ripped off Tears of the Kingdom. Because no. there's, a, there's a depth section. <laughs> no. I mean, can you imagine it? I think it's that uh, uh, Legend of Zelda actually ripped off Pikmin because yeah. they actually did it in Pikmin 2. They did? There's, there's a depth section in Pikmin 2? Uh, if you have played the second game, yes. Like, okay. they, you actually do go into these depths of like certain special areas, yes. Okay, I have legit not played Pikmin before. So I honestly didn't know. I thought for sure that they you had only been on the surface. So yeah, Tears of the Kingdom ripped off Pikmin. What the heck, Aonuma? <laughs> Get your own ideas. Uh, but Todd, did they have you send millions of arrows through the darkness so that you actually could see things? No, because it's a dumb idea, Aonuma. <laughs> I don't care that I have 500 bite bulb bulbs. I didn't have that many arrows. I had to keep buying them. <sighs> All right. But uh, in the de in the we want to call it the underground, there is going to be various new kinds of areas for you to explore that look much more man-made, and that's still not all because for the first time ever, you will be going out at night. But wait a minute, you say Pikmin can't work at night. Well, most of them can't because you're now going to meet a new Pikmin called the Glow Pikmin. And these ones work at night, and you actually have to help protect their homes from the monsters because this time they absolutely ripped off Zelda and they did a Blood Moon thing because at night the monsters get frenzied because, of course, they do. <laughs> yes, they have the rampage mode and all that, but yeah, you have these gl glow pigments, which they're, they're basically ghosts. 
Yeah. Like the fact that all the Pikmin that have died in the previous in the previous I don't know all series, they now can't finally have a form now as full on glow Pikmin. That's just my theory. <laughs> we'll find out. Also, there is a oddly Olimar looking creature that will steal some of your castaways. <laughs> special Dan Dory belt. Okay, what does Dan Dory mean? Is is that a real word? I believe that's Japanese or a I, I would hope so, because that just seems random. Like, what do you want to call it? How about Dan Dory? Sure, why not? So, but and you'll have to fight against your this doppelganger with his own Pikmin just so you can save the castaway. So, it's going to be a very interesting experience. They're clearly building up on everything that the Pikmin franchise has done before, and of course, that will be coming out on uh, July twenty first. So, be sure to enjoy that. But mm-hmm. wait, there's more. Faith, do you want to take this one? So, not only did we get all the new information about Pikmin 4, and I'm just going to say I'm very excited about the glow Pikmin. They look like little glow sticks, and I'm very excited about the dog, obviously. (laughs) Very excited about the dog. The dog, yes. Um, But also, there are two Pikmin games that you can play today that you can purchase on your Nintendo Switch. They decided to bring Pikmin 1 and 2. I think they're both from the GameCube, I think. Yes. yes. Yeah, yep. they're both from the GameCube. They brought those to the Nintendo Switch, and you can buy them in a bundle for like $50, I think it is, or something. Or you can buy them individually if you wish, but it's cheaper to buy the bundles. Just buy the bundle. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to clarify, it is available digitally right now, but a physical version will come later. Mm-hmm, yeah, it mm-hmm. comes out in September. And uh, I'm not sure you also mentioned as well, Todd, because there will be a demo of Pikmin 4 coming, I believe, next week. If correct, yes. yes, yes, I believe they said that. Also, I apologize, I said July 21st is July 28th. So, yeah. But if, you, if you've if you been hankering for more Pikmin, you can now have the entire series <laughs> on your Switch within a month's time. Because Pikmin 3 is already on the Switch, recall. That, they released that last year. A re-release that last year and now we have pikmin 1 and pikmin 2 and yes there was a 3ds tile but no one counts that one moving on <laughs> you know it's true uh another i'll call this one a fair surprise we are going to get the metal gear solid collection so here's what you'll get you'll get metal gear solid 1 metal gear solid 2 metal gear solid 3 snake eater you're going to get the original metal gear games from the uh, snes at metal gear and metal gear 2 solid snake and then you'll get the NES games. Yes, they're, they are that old, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge. So try and make sense of that timeline. Oh, but wait, there's still more. You're also going to get the Metal Gear Solid digital graphic novel, which I did not know even existed. <laughs> and there is a, literally a line from Gray Fox saying, hurt me more, which makes me think very weird thoughts. Um, <laughs> I love it's from originally from Machima. You don't think it's not going to be weird? <laughs> he makes a good point. <laughs> makes a good point also there is going to be a uh, digital information book so you can get information on all the characters and see certain maps and what el- illustrations so this is arguably a incredibly robust uh collection, collection. technically this is only volume one which means the next one is going to have milk Solid for peace peace walker yes peace yeah. Walker, yeah and then uh, uh phantom liberty so and hopefully not survive I'm just <laughs> that that game needs to just to die. I so, mean, it would be interesting to see how if they're gonna bring in like the later wagons of uh, Guns of the Patriots like and then uh, Phantom Pain. I wonder. Pain, yeah. All, all. Oh, I said Phantom Liberty. That's that's cyberpunk. I apologize. <laughs> you got Keon <laughs> on your head, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do. So, uh, 
but that that collection is coming out on uh, October twenty fourth. So go and be ready for that, Snake. 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 <laughs> Couldn't resist. <laughs> All right. Next up. Okay, I know some people will be excited for this one. Uh, Vampire Survivors. Yep. Yep. Yay! Finally. Game, yeah, this game like like took over from like the moment it hit Steam and whatnot, and now you're gonna get it on Switch. Long story short, you're gonna play a character who is being overrun by a swarm of various monsters, and you have 30 minutes to survive. You won't, but you can try. And you'll be able to upgrade and then save points, transfer it to your next hero to try and out outlast, survive, and blah blah blah. So yeah, it's survive them vampires. Yeah, survive. <laughs> I, I feel like it looks cool. Go ahead. I feel like it looks cool, but also I just like vampire games at the same time. Uh, I mean, it's because I'm because simple... I'm one of those weird. You're not, Go ahead. You're not weird for liking vampires. If you're weird for liking vampires, you're one of a very large crowd. Uh, <laughs> I mean, again, no, the concept I mean, itself of vampires like, is like, So I was like one of those girls that like was into the whole vampire and werewolf thing. Not really when Twilight started, though, but like after. So you know, I just I still crave craze over the vampire stuff, and I think it just looks cool, and I, I want to try it just because of that. Fair. I mean, the, the the gameplay itself is pretty a uh, simple premise. Uh, if you like, played other like the fan games of it, it's like it, it is surprisingly very addicting. It is very simple, but also very addicting, and it will constantly steal your time. Even though it's like, oh, just one more run. Exactly, and that's the thing. It's like, you're like, oh, I, I can last thirty minutes, and you don't like. Okay, and I've got to do this. You know, it's, it's like a matter of pride. You know, I unlocked a new thing. I got to do this first. No, exactly. All right, now Faith has to leave soon, so I'm actually going to skip to the end because I want to get her thoughts on this because the climax. Ooh, so many jokes. The climax of the Nintendo Direct was the reveal of a long-rumored title, but ne not definitely not confirmed to this extent. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> like we we talked about this on the podcast before that we felt that a 2D Mario game was likely to happen, if not the direct sequel to Odyssey, and yep. which we have not gotten. But uh, what we got is Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and I have to say this is easily the odyssey of the 2d world what i mean by that is it is like so infinitely creative like they are trying to do so much different with this that it almost doesn't feel like everything you've done before or like a galaxy like what galaxy did to the, to the 3d mario games this is like that because it just looks and sounds and feels so much different including how the world literally warps around you you have all new power-ups you can do daisies here okay sure and <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mario turns into an elephant. Elephant Why? Mario. I don't know. So he can be the elephant in the room. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> I did not think of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Scott. Yes. How many elephant Marios can you fit into a car? <laughs> Five. Two in the front seat, two in the back seat, and one in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Like seriously, I'm must, I must be watching this trailer right now, and I I can honestly say I've never seen a Mario game like this. Like Baylor, if this is the definition of hey, I'm just gonna throw things at a dartboard and let's see if we can put into the game. Like that's that kind of deal, and I do not mind it one bit. Not in the slightest. It looks good. <laughs> it was funny because at work, one of the other sites that I write, we were all in like a text group chat. And we were talking about stuff like as it was dropping and, you know, everything was normal for a few minutes. And all of a sudden they announced that game. 
and all of my coworkers see Mario as an elephant, and I just see every everybody start spamming pictures of him <laughs> as an elephant, and then everybody's like, "I'm crying, laughing at this," and it was just like it was a good moment because I'm like, "What is this?" But it's like I want it. <laughs> I, I'm. I have a serious question, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but did someone pitch this game after having an acid trip? That's basically <laughs> what this game is. It's like, again, all those mushrooms that Mario has been eating all these years, it's finally catching up to it. You now the words basically flip, like changing, flipping. You hear flowers talking to you now. Yeah, this is basically a, a Mario acid trip. Yeah, I mean, and look at like how the colors pop, you know, the, the kind of vibes, if you will, that this world gives off, the way that you can grow and shrink and like jump into the foreground, background, and the perspectives and whatever. Like, this just feels like, what if Mario was high and had to go through the world? Like, I know that's not what I'm sure they were intending, because they're just like, you know, kind of like almost like a dream world, I guess. But, yeah, he's high on acid. Or mushrooms, in this case. So, thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> this is totally uh, unexpected and hilarious and awesome. And it's coming out on October 20th. So this is going to be one of the end-of-the-year games, so... Yeah, I, I am that this this was a great way to end the show or the end end the direct. So I will give them props for that. Clearly I'm the only one. <laughs> no, I think honestly this was the best one to end it on. I was I remember thinking, I'm like, why did they do a Super Mario RPG so early on? And then I it was know. just like, oh, because they have new 2D Mario. It's like, okay, that makes everything make sense. Yeah. Although I wouldn't have been mad they ended on Super Mario RPG because that would have been like the nostalgia factor they ended on. But I can understand why they did wonder because this is like the new thing. This is yeah. new. Also, it's coming out earlier, so whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, Faith. Yes. Uh, you may go now if you need to. Thank you. Yep. Wonderful job as usual. Y'all are gonna do great. I know. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. User disconnected from your channel. And I want to note that we actually hear that user disconnected from your channel on the podcast. So, <laughs> like, that's how you really know she's gone, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm, I'm serious about that Mario game being an acid trip. I mean, <laughs> I haven't even done acid, and I'm just like, is this what it's like being high and, like, loopy and, like, psychedelics? Is this a game that Aaron Rodgers would appreciate? <laughs> Sports joke! You're welcome. We don't just make fun of Tyler in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, that was a heck of a way to end it. It almost feels makes me feel bad for having to go backwards in time because, yeah, we still got a lot of uh, not Super Mario Brothers not Wonder Games. Super <laughs> for example, if you want the antithesis of what we just talked about, let's talk about Headbangers Rhythm Royale, where you are a pigeon and you're doing mini games because reasons. Yeah, yeah, that game was, that is just like okay. I appreciate the the pigeon pun, but geez, this game was weird. So, are you saying this game was pigeonholed in? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Next up, okay, this one wasn't as bad. Uh, it was Penny's Big Breakaway. This one had had potential. Like, it's definitely that one of those unique titles that like platforms that yo-yos. Okay. And yeah, like... I'm interested to see how it performs too, because it is like done by the guys or by some of the people who made Sonic Mania. 
There you go. Wait, really? That's what that was? Wow. Yeah. So, but yeah, like this game looks like, you know, your your fun platformer, you know, mixed with action and puzzle solving. So, if you're looking for something fresh, I feel this looks good enough. And I'm not I'm not I'm not sold on it personally, but at least you could tell that they're trying to mix up a few few interesting things here. A little bit of Mario, a little Sonic. I saw a kind of Mario Damachi reference, et cetera, et cetera. And this will come out early 2024. So we'll probably be seeing more of that soon enough. All right. Next up, we have the fifth wave of the Mario Kart Deluxe. Sorry. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster <laughs> Pass. My God, that's a terrible name. Booster, <laughs> yes. It's Booster Course Pass. Ugh. <laughs> so we get we're gonna get multiple new courses including squeaky clean sprint where you're going to go basically going through a bathroom and a bathtub okay clean those carts clean them <laughs> clean them dang you uh and then for new characters you're gonna get pd piranha from mario kart double dash wiggler from mario kart 7 and comic from mario kart tour which still exists for some reason. Yes, it does. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I remember being excited for that game. Then I heard it was terrible. Almost like, yeah, I'm good. I played it. Then I uninstalled it. <laughs> yeah, the drop was just horrible. <laughs> I tried, Father. I tried. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that one's coming out later this uh, summer. And isn't there one more wave after this? Wasn't there six waves? I think. Yeah, because it wasn't those like eight courses. I think it was like eight waves. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot. I don't remember now. There, there's some waves. Yeah. <laughs> just remember, we're getting this versus Mario Kart Nine. I'm just saying. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we have okay. This one uh, I am interested in. I know Scott's interested in. Yes. And this was yet another rumor that was going around. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the second, the, the actual second, Star Ocean game, Star Ocean, the second story, R. <laughs> Why is the R there? I'm just like, I guess R. remaster. Like, remakes, oh, <laughs> remakes everywhere. All right, now, we got, we got to be clear on this one, because, again, this was the second uh, Star Ocean story. Didn't mean to say it like that, but it, it works. Um, title. And it is considered by many... To be the best of the line, I will debate that to uh, till till the end of time. It's generally uh -huh. the least controversial one. <laughs> that, but tell, if tell... you've played all the Star Oceans, I don't know if it's still be always your favorite, but it definitely is the safest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. But uh, this one, it, it features uh, a unique twist of you have two main characters you can pick from, and depending on who you choose. Claude, the Federation officer who crash lands on the planet. That's, it, that's Star Ocean story in a nutshell. Yeah. So, someone always crash lands on the planet that they shouldn't, and then things happen. And then you got yeah. uh, Raina, the, quote, girl with mystical powers. Gee, I wonder what she's like. <laughs> um, which also, also always happens. But you choose one of them, Claude or Raina, and then the story and the characters you choose will slightly diverge depending on who you have. So basically you can do two run-throughs with a lot of fun. And but unlike other remasters or remakes, this is a 2.5 HD remaster, which I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that'll work well here. So you'll have you'll still have the sprites, which is, adheres to the original. Uh, when did this one come out, Scott? I don't even remember when the OG came out. Look it up while I talk. It was back on the PSP days, if I recall correctly. PSP? Really? That that doesn't seem right, but whatever. Um. But yeah, so you'll still get the sprite animations, but you also get some beautifully rendered character graphics, and the battle system is going to be even more refined. And I love the Star Ocean battle system. I, I love the free flow combat versus the turn-based 
and like having true actions or true control over your actions. And I'll talk about it till the end of time in a second. <laughs> but, uh, it came out on the OG PlayStation in 1998. I knew it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And I don't, I don't mean to, to insult you, Will, but I remember till the end of time was 3D and on the PS2. Because that's uh, why I got to get it. So it didn't make sense that it was on the PSP. So anyway, I mean, maybe one of the ports was on the PSP. Yeah, yeah, probably that. There was yeah. a PlayStation portable port. There you go. It. There you go. So uh, if you've never gotten the chance to play the second Star Ocean game, this is your chance. And it comes out, wait for it, on November 2nd, which will officially be my birthday gift, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice. So I, I, my birthday's on the 3rd. But Todd, I'm pretty sure there's a game that comes out on the 3rd. No, there isn't. <laughs> no. Don't think there is. No. Uh, also, Star Ocean Till the End of Time is a very special game to me because it was what inspired me in part to go try and do video game development, which obviously led to me becoming a video game journalist, among other things. So, Because I just loved the game that much. And so when people say, oh, Second Story is the best, I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Till the End of Time was amazing. I mean, sure, it had a Matrix twist in it and terrible voice acting at times that's burned into my brain. I mean, PS, everything like PS2 era had really bad <laughs> yeah. voice acting. I mean, again, some of it was great, but then you get like Tiny Even Farlene, where she has this really nasally voice <laughs> and she keeps like talking to you i'm like if you think faith has an easily voice farlene is worse okay <laughs> she's so much worse oh but seriously that game was great and i look forward to trying out a star ocean second story because i can honestly say i have not had access to it before so mm -hmm. hopefully it lives up to the hype and if not i will blame scott <laughs> okay <laughs> all right next up is the game that's totally not coming out of my birthday uh warrior wear <laughs> Yep, there's a surprise for you, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting yet another war. Okay, if I recall correctly, Wario. What was the last one? Wario where? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, maybe because it was no. a big deal. Because we were talking. I know it was 2021. So what was it? I was like Wario where 2021 game. What was it, Scott? Let me see if I can find one. Just type in like WarioWare 2020 or WarioWare Switch. It shouldn't be that hard. Uh, get it together. Yeah, that get it was together. the last one. What, when was it? It was um, September 2021. Boom! Called it. So they made another WarioWare game in two years. That says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, really... it's not shovelware, but... <laughs> it's WarioWare. <laughs> WarioWare, ladies and gentlemen. So what's, what's the hook this time? Well... This time around, you're going to have to use both Joy-Cons, like as pure Joy-Cons, not attached to your system, but as pure Joy-Cons, and you'll have to move your entire body into certain positions to complete the minigame. So it's not simply a button masher this time. It is a full-on think Wiimote kind of situation where you have to really move it, ah ha, ha <laughs> to get the job done. And not only get the job done, but get the job done across 200 minigames. Wow! But again, if you really think about it, remember, these are micro games. They only take like, what, five to ten seconds at times? Yep. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> but like that's that's part of the reason I'm sure why they were able to get this done in two years. Because of September 2021 to uh, November 2023, it's that's a quick turnaround, ladies and gentlemen. There are, there are lots of developers who would kill for that kind of a turnaround time. Right? Yeah. And I don't mean crunch, all right? I'm just meaning in general. I, I do not support crunch for various reasons. But, no. uh, yeah, it's terrible. 
but there are all kinds of guinea games in there. They also, when I just caught it this time, there's also a Pikmin mini game. <laughs> so if you're if you're mad about not playing Olimar, you can get your chance in WarioWare and move it, which is totally not coming out on November 3rd. <laughs> nope, not at no. all. And if anybody gets me that for my birthday, I will t I'll straight up tell you I ain't playing it. Well, stay sealed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll probably get it for me digitally. Like, here's your code, Todd. Like, oh, oh geez. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Todd. Yes, Scott. Hey, I got you a code for uh, Star Ocean Story, Second Story R. Like, oh, thank you, Scott. Scott, why is this for WarioWare? <laughs> Don't give me ideas. <laughs> Revenge, Todd. <laughs> this is what you get for being a terrible host. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> I actually would have spent that from Will for the record. Um, <laughs> but no. But that is a that means their November is quite loaded because they got Star Ocean, mm -hmm. which I know will be multi platform, but still. They got WarioWare, and then two weeks later, literally, is Super Mario RPG. <laughs> and as well, again, Persona 5 Patatica as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> that exists. That, that exists, Will. <laughs> that exists. So there you go. Two third party games. Two big third-party games and two big first-party games in the same month. So, yeah, Nintendo Switch isn't going away just yet. All right, they then talked about the Nintendo Live 2023. We could skip that. Uh, we talked about this earlier. We have the, the dates are up on their website. Go check it out. Uh, then they also talked about Tears of the Kingdom DLC. No, not really. <laughs> I thought they were going to do DLC. They got really yeah. close to making me think they were going to I, with I, how they were talking yeah. about it. I did because like, wait, we're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. What do you have to talk about? And like, they, oh, they did such a big introduction for this reveal. They did, <laughs> and but obviously, if not, if you can tell, they were talking about the amiibo that are coming Ooh. out uh, in holiday twenty twenty three because apparently it takes freaking forever to make amiibo. I want to know why. Like, I'm <laughs> All those uh, the NFC data. <laughs> right, right, know. right. And apparently, the the the, the Ganondorf amiibo actually what is so thick and chunky and actually raise the price by two bucks <laughs> oh man that's getting sold out <laughs> there are so many jokes i want to say right now Ganondorf is so thick and chunky like oh, hey hey blame the internet not me this time no, i know but like that's what i'm saying like oh but a bunch of bunch of fangirls just probably fainted at the reminder that Ganondorf is thick and chunky so. <laughs> but just remember again i think next month as well we will be getting the pirate mitra and people as well so heck at least we have ours going first <laughs> anyway so beyond if you're looking for more amiibos you you'll have some more to get this holiday season all right, and since we already talked about Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is still so dang high on acid. Uh, like, in all the best ways. In all the best ways. <laughs> in all the best ways. Uh, we are now fully done with this breakdown of the direct. And ladies and gentlemen, that took us an hour and 20 minutes to get through. Pretty hefty. Uh, aye, aye, aye. Chunk, chunky even. Thick. Some even. could say. <laughs> Thick with two C's even. Uh, and here's 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 a little behind the scenes stuff. Because I remember that that Faith hadn't uh done a direct with us yet, because the last one was in February and she came to the site in March. I was like, Have you done direct top before? And she goes, No, I haven't. I'm like, okay, here's what we do. We're gonna literally break it down the whole thing game by game and then whatever time we have left we'll talk about other stuff she goes okay do you think it'll like take the whole time i'm like yeah pretty close sure enough it's it did <laughs> i even said but probably will fill up most of the time before you have to leave and sure enough it did so that's what you get when you have so much to talk about the gift of foresight <laughs> and experience it's like i've been through this before Faith. 
I remember when there wasn't a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> we had to wait for E3. <laughs> or, or other events, like Tokyo Game Show. Like, remember when that was a big deal? Like, my gosh. Some uh, might consider it still a big deal. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but it used to be like a, like a televised event. Like, yeah. Like, oh, it's TGS. Like, you know. It yeah. Was, it was that, Gamescom, GDC yep. to a lesser extent, and then E3. Like, we had like three or four big conferences year-round. Then once the digital events started, like, everything changed. <laughs> and everything changed when the digital conferences attacked. Yes. <laughs> Only the Ava gamer, no. Uh, <laughs> master of all four systems. That's three consoles and PC. <laughs> Could bring balance to the world, if only. Nice to dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so jokes aside, it is now time to discuss our feelings on the direct as a whole. And I'm going to go first because I have feelings, ladies and gentlemen. I have feelings. And most of it has to deal with Tyler. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So I was after the after the direct and I had to cover this for two different sites for the record. So it took me a while to get to Twitter to see a lot of people's reactions. I don't even think I made a I think I just said direct response. Um, I didn't make a uh, reaction for a while, but I found Tyler's tweet about it, and he said that this was a top five Nintendo Direct all time. And I'm like, no. No, no, definitely not. But why do I feel that way? First of all, we got multiple things that weren't necessary. And I know that's in every direct. Like I, I totally accept there's always going to be like the shovelware or your collection. We're always going to get the farm. We're always going to get the farming simulators, exactly. <laughs> uh, like that, that tweet I mentioned earlier was totally accurate. It didn't miss a single thing, I don't think. But uh, this one, more than ever, felt like it was just full of fluff to pad out the stuff it didn't have. Like, let me, I, I still have the video, so let me go through it. Okay, I'll, I'll accept Sonic Superstars because we got new information. Polya, we didn't need. Don't get me started on Tactica. Myth Force didn't need it. Uh, the the oh, Batman Arkham Trilogy, like seriously, why was that there? <laughs> seriously, Gloomhaven, Silent. Okay, I'll, I'll keep Silent Hope. Uh, Faith Farm, fine, but that's only because of Faith. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed Two, Manic Mechanics. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, I'll keep Vampire Survivors because that's really popular. Uh, Headbangers Battle Rhythm Royale, like what the heck? Um. Wario where okay not really but there was so much like fluff it was superfluous and I know that they try and do these 40 minute ones but there's nothing wrong with the 30 minute ones if the 30 minutes are good all right it's okay with just showing the <laughs> just the good parts and being <laughs> done with it hey you want to know what's coming to the switch here's the first party games here's the good third party games here's the DLC that you want move on done period Especially after we're waiting like four months between each direct. And I doubt we'll get one in September, but who knows anymore with Nintendo. Uh, and that brings me to my second problem here. And, I, and I'm going to ask you to go with me on this. Lack of variety. And I don't mean variety overall, because obviously there was like so many different genres that were exposed here. I'm talking about lack of variety on the first party front. Because you could literally boil this down to two, <laughs> two franchises. Mario and Pokemon. I was going to say Pikmin, but sure. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pikmin, okay, Pikmin we already knew was coming. And Pikmin's coming yeah. next month, so you could argue they could have done like a very small thing. And again, they did that story trailer just to get out of the way on Twitter. So they did what they needed for Pikmin, I'm grateful for that. And I know a lot of people will be excited after the gameplay trailer. But everything else was either Pokemon 
or Mario. What did we get for Mario? We got Mario RPG, which was awesome. We got the Peach announcement, which is next year, but okay. Then we got the si the Dark Moon reveal. Is that really something to be excited for? Like Dark Moon is considered the worst of the Luigi's Mansion <laughs> franchise for, for a good reason. It felt incredibly repetitive. It didn't sell as well. And that's why everyone was happy Luigi's Mansion 3 was a true return to form. But whatever. Also, that's also next year. So we're already planning the Mario-ness for next year. All right? And then we had the Mario Kart Booster Pass and then ending it with Mario Brothers Wonder. That's a lot of Mario in one year. And as Will correctly pointed out after in our Discord, well, they're probably banking off of the Mario movie, which is fair to an extent. But we're in year six, going on seven of the Switch. Shouldn't we have more by now? Like, of the non-Mario variety? Because, like, if you recall 2017, 2018, 2019, they were literally bringing out almost every franchise you could think of, uh, including the ones you wouldn't expect. And, of course, making a new IP in the process, like with ARMS. And, yeah, here we are in year six, and we're still getting, like, a whole bunch of Mario-themed titles. Where's the Donkey Kongs? Where's the Star Foxes? Where's where's my dang golden sun? That, uh, like, I know you feel me, Scott. I'm, I'm yes, sending please. out my fist so you can fist bump me through the air. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Scott. Um, but, like, where are these games? Because we know we've been asking. You know we've been asking for the Nintendo, and we know that they can sell well on here because you re-released Tropical Freeze and that sold over a million units. So, like, where's the next Donkey Kong game? Where the F is Metroid Prime 4? <laughs> okay, even if you just say, hey, it's coming in 2024. We will show you a trailer later this year. Do you know how many fans would have ate that up? Yes, they would have been mad we didn't get it today. But just the promise that, hey, it's coming in 2024. That would have been enough. But instead, we got multiple Mario announcements, two Pokemon announcements. One of them was for the DLC we already knew about, and we didn't get release dates on it. So it was really just, hey, here's more footage. Be happy. No, <laughs> Nintendo, I am not going to be happy. And then he throw in Detective Pikachu Returns, which with a voice I just can't stand. I <laughs> I almost hate it as much as I hate Kevin Hart's voice. You hear that face? <laughs> I hate Kevin Dang. Hart's voice more than Detective Pikachu. <laughs> also, for the record, yes, Ryan Reynolds actually felt was the better voice of Detective Pikachu because he actually sounded, what's the word? Human. And yes, I know the, <laughs> I know the irony with me at statement. Okay, I saw. I, I, know, I know the ending to the movie. But uh, with a twist. But I just spoilers. Felt, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I just felt that it wasn't as robust as it could have been, as it should have been. And then going jumping into the third party here. What game for the Switch that was announced in this direct was the third party exclusive? Like where was that? And you're hesitating. So, like, you, you don't know either, do you? I mean, I was trying to thinking, think of like, one that's exclusive. I mean, I was thinking, like, yeah, again, Mario Rabbit is DLC, not exclusive. That, yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. And that's a collaboration with Nintendo, so that doesn't count. So, but like, what, Sonic Superstars, you know that's multi platform. Palia, you know that's multi platform. Tactica already confirmed multi platform. Myth Force, also multi platform. Uh, Clearly, it's going to be headbangers. Yeah, head, head, oh my god, it's headbangers. <laughs> Oh my god, if it's headbangers. Like, Just Dance, it's a Ubisoft title. You know that's on multi-platforms. Silent Hope, Faith Farm, Hot Wheels, Mecha Mechanics, all these, Dragon Quest, all these are going to be multi-platform. Think about this year compared to last year. This year we had one exclusive title. One. Do you know what that was? 
Come on. One third party? Yes, one sorry. One third party exclusive. What what game was it? The Triangle Strategy? No, that or... was last year. That was last year. Gosh, and also that, that that went multi-platform, so that doesn't count. Yeah. No. Here's a here's a hint. It has to do with the witch. Uh Bayonet. No. Yeah. Yes. Bayonetta's or prequel. Bayonetta <laughs> Origins? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That that is the only true third party exclusive of any note that came out this year versus last year where we had Triangle Strategy, we had Mario and Rabbids, we had Bayonetta 3, uh, and then we got all the great ports of Nair Automata and uh, Persona 5 Royal. Screw you, Atlas, for not giving us Persona 3 Reload. Um, and you, Joff Keeley, you know what you did. Uh, <laughs> never forget. But this year feels less exclusive and robust as it could have been, should have been. And yes, I know we've had some great first party games but i want to show you what i'm not going to show you but i'm going to tell you a tweet that i found uh and it was highlighting all the major games first and third party that we got this year so let me i'm listing it from beginning to end okay fire emblem engage metroid prime remaster kirby's return to dreamland deluxe Cereza and the lost demon advanced wars one plus two reboot camp zelda tears of the kingdom pikmin 4 pikmin 1 and 2 uh detective pikachu returns super mario brothers wonder uh, WarioWare Move It, Super Mario RPG. And yes, I know that doesn't include everybody in 1-2-Switch, but hey, even Nintendo didn't include everybody in 1-2-Switch <laughs> in today's presentation. And when you look at these games, four of them, no, five of them, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five of them are remakes or remasters. Okay? Metroid, Kirby, Advance Wars, Pikmin 1 and 2, and Super Mario RPG. And the rest are new games. And there's only one, one, Exclusive third party. Now it's the race on the Lost Demon. That just doesn't feel as complete compared to the last few years where we had multiple first and third party games to look forward to every year. And I feel a little let down. And I know that might just be with me, and I understand that. But when I'm looking at this, I'm seeing like, okay, there's so many remasters and remakes. You had the time, Nintendo. You had the time to say, okay, sixth year, yes, we have Zelda, and that's our, that's our key one, but we, we still need to appeal to everybody else. Like, let's do a Donkey Kong title. Let's do a Star Fox title. Let's, hey, let's do that Golden Sun remake that Scott wants so much because he's such a great guy. And yes, hey, please. Yes, please. And hey, you know what? For Will, let's do Skies of Arcadia. We know what's it's time. It's time, gosh dang it. <laughs> but it just felt like it felt lackluster to me. And yes, I still give it a B, but I kid you not, if it wasn't for Wonder, I might have like given it a C because for a bulk of that. Uh, direct Mario RPG was holding it together. All right, and that's not even talking about the stuff we still didn't get that we know is coming, like with the Splatoon three side order or dish or whatever it's called. We we know that's coming, but they didn't even talk about that. They decided, hey, let's put the Splatfest info on the direct. Why? That was mm. apparently more important. Exactly. Like, <laughs> was it? Yeah. No. For, no. For, a, for a Splatfest <laughs> that's three weeks away. No. Really. <laughs> So I feel that this definitely not only was not top five, but it just felt like Nintendo was just trying to show as much as possible to cover the fact that, hey, we're you know starting to wind down here, but so take what you can get. Really? That's your motivation? Okay. All right, I've talked enough. Scott, how about you? So I'm in the, I guess, the court of, I thought it was a pretty decent direct, but I also think that it didn't, it wasn't a claim that everyone was like talking about 
And I think that is because of it being such a big hyper focus on one or two IPs. Um, one thing that Nintendo generally does do well is have a lot of variety with their titles. They'll show a lot of variety of their own IPs. And this Direct was just like the Mario Direct. <laughs> See, I'm not the only Here we had Pokemon that. stuff and Pikmin stuff. But I mean, the Pikmin stuff was like a freaking shadow drop. And Pikmin 4 we already knew was coming. And if they didn't have it in, people would be worried. So that, those are like the guarantees was going to be in here. I do appreciate that we did get the Dragon Quest monster stuff, and I do appreciate we got the remake of Star Ocean. Um, and of course, I'm ex very excited we got the remake of Super Mario RPG, but I also would have been happy with Chrono Trigger if that was the 50-50 shot we got. <laughs> or, hey, go with me on this. Both. Well, okay, now you're just making me lose my wallet. <laughs> Sacrifices for the greater good, Scott. Sacrifices for the greater good. Fair. I still really enjoy this direct. I also I'm also on the B side. Um <clears throat> I do like some that we they one thing that I do like that Nintendo does do is they do show a lot of their indie content in their main ones because both PlayStation and Xbox will do like separate events for indies alone. And Nintendo usually has them included in their main directs, but they also have indie directs too. Yeah, they're indie showcases, so... Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still they... like when they have it in the main ones, too. Especially, like, when you look at the creators afterwards, it gets just so excited to be in a direct. <laughs> I think it's... I think they... And I'll praise Nintendo for this. I think this is them hedging their bets. Because they know that the, the Nintendo Direct numbers are far going to exceed the view count of the indie showcases. You know? And that's, that's fine, because there are people who are fine with not buying indie games, as sad as that might sound at points you know they prefer the mainstream or the franchises they know but if they put them in the main directs they might get that one person's attention goes hey that game looks interesting i might have to check that out when it comes out and i respect that yeah <clears throat> so i'm not i don't i don't always hate when that's a case but i do agree that i do think that we needed more ip presentation in this direct <laughs> even if it was something small like a metroid prime another title card i don't know <laughs> Of just we're still we know this game exists. Don't worry, it's, it hasn't been in the back burner for the last like six years, and we just haven't done anything with it. Met Metroid Prime Four, <laughs> it'll release when it's fully prime. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah, I'm sure most people are just wondering if Nintendo even remembers that they have that in the burner. But I'm pretty sure Nintendo should know that they still have that in the burner somewhere. Just but. Just just to recall, uh, Retro Studios is still working on it, as we noted last week, because they have all those job listings. Yep. So there, there is at least some hope. Some hope, Will. There's some... <laughs> some hope that it's being worked on in some capacity. So they could have at least shown that. But I also know that Nintendo is not the best with showing off games that are going to be coming out later, like in the farther of the future. That's always an Xbox thing. They love having like everything to show. Like, yeah, this is coming on two years from now. Like, or, great. I don't care. <laughs> or, or like six years from now. Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm excited that Nintendo does do the little, like, everything's in like six months to a little more than six months increments. But I do wish, yeah, that we had more IP presentation. And maybe even if it is something that, is farther on they could just include it as a hey where we know it exists or we know that you guys are wondering about it i mean yes i know we're not going to be lucky and get f-zero anything <laughs> and maybe they're having so. working on golden sun but i also don't think so because they keep camelot working on all their 
sports games for whatever reason. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Camelot will even remember had to make an RPG once they get the option. <laughs> They've been so busy doing tennis and golf and all these other sports games. They're like, okay, you can have your RPG back. What do we do with this? <laughs> Give him a tennis racket? No, 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 no. <laughs> all right. Will, how about you? Yeah, like, as, as I had some time to actually stew on this thing, like, yeah, the only thing that I more or less was very happy for was indeed um, the, the new Super Mario RPG remake, as well as with the Star Ocean. Those games were, like, I think it only were the only thing that I was actually remotely focused on. And, yeah, of course, naturally, Pikmin 4 is that nice, but that really was indeed the deal. Like, as like as said, Todd, Super Mario RPG more or less carried that direct. And everything else, I mean, I was just basically blazing through the entire direct, and, like, there was really nothing else that was really happy, really happy me about it for the next few days and the next months. And I seen, like, the the, the reaction videos from, from YouTube and just seeing all this. Yeah, only people was just very happy for Super Mario RPG. And, yeah, like... I mean, sure. I'm, uh, doesn't get me wrong. I'm still very happy for it to be announced. But as something like again, as I said, like the fact they they announced a splatfest topic here when they can easily do that in a tweet, which is like yeah, quite. A That's that, but a tweet closer to the actual event. Yeah, yeah, on that, and of course with like. Poke, poke, the Pokemon DLC. I mean, sure, it's fine, but like they could also did that in a separate Pokemon Direct as well. So why that? And as I said, the third party stuff, like again, Batman, the other other things, the Fae Farm, all, all these titles. Like, okay, I get it. You want to try to like show some indies or like niche titles that may that should get some deserved attention, but. Really, it just really is not just not hooking it. Like again, it's like you can tell what what was filler and what was not. And of course, naturally with the, with P five uh P five Tactica P five T, like sure you got to that. But come on, like Atlas or Nintendo, just bring it full round. Like we already know what's gonna what was inevitable. Just show off P three R in a Nintendo Direct, and sure you probably just would have bumped a bit more higher with this point. But nope, you design, you hold on Persona 3 Reload for Switch and like, come on, you really got to tease us like that. But eh, in, in due yes. time, in due time. Yes, they really are. And so, yeah, like, and of course, naturally, ended up with Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. It's like, okay, like, I granted, it has been a long time since a new, a new 2D uh, Mario game platformer. So, yeah, I'm happy to see that. So, I mean, it, it was definitely a good safe way to end the presentation so that's that's i'll give it that much but yeah it's just with this presentation i mean i i i said in discord i I, I saw the presentation would be but now as you mentioned the flaws again just the third party just the the obvious filler announcements of it including with splatoon 3 it's just like yeah it can't definitely downgrade to a b it just like really doesn't need sour a little bit imagine so, the side dish instead of the freaking spot fest yeah if they had like <laughs> yeah side dish like yeah again what have the per marina what else and again i guess people were just happy because it was had the colors of uh off the hook and like okay, maybe it's alluding to something, but again, just give us something, anything. <laughs> but no, you have to be with some splatfest. And to, hey, and to give you some context, I actually looked up the uh, the Nintendo Direct from last time, from February, 
And while and in my recap, I know it didn't cover everything, but they announced Pikmin 4, like for real. Uh, they had they talked about Bandit Origins. They announced the Splatoon 3 expansion pass. They they confirmed Advance Wars 1 plus 2 reboot camp was coming. They gave uh, Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Advance titles for Nintendo Switch Online. They shadow dropped Metroid Prime Remastered. We got the new tiers of the game. Yes. <laughs> and more. And, like, I know that doesn't sound as impressive, considering, like, what we got here. But still, that was a, that was a solid direct. Remember, we also bashed that one because the Tears of the Kingdom trailer wasn't the best. Right, it was just a teaser, nothing yeah, story again. whatsoever. They had to wait until like a separate uh, Zelda yeah, when they finally had the Zelda direct, we finally got a good Zelda trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, were these the best directs ever? No, but Nintendo again, they've had the time to pad themselves for lack of a better term and say, like, hey, let's make sure that for year six we have this stuff, and year seven we have this stuff, because they are slowly running out of time, but that doesn't mean they're running out of games. And to put this in another way, usually when I leave a Nintendo Direct, I'm filled with a sense of awe and, wait for it, wonder. (laughs) Yeah, and I honestly wasn't outside of a few games like RPG and wonder, and wonder really blew me away. If it was just like your standard, you know, uh, Mario 2D title, I've been like, okay, you know, it makes sense that they're they're trying to do this now, especially since we we were all expecting honestly a uh, uh, sequel to Odyssey. Like a lot of people were thinking that was gonna happen. So, you know, I'm glad with what they did with Wonder, and I told, I will I've already requested the game for this. Like it's it's that it's that good, but uh, it's just not the same. It just doesn't feel, and again, without these, if one of those games wasn't there, that would be a problem. Like, that would be such a problem. So, I'm not saying that, it again, wasn't a bad direct, because they did enough to make us happy. Right, 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 right. The difference right. between mm-hmm. making us happy and making us super excited for everything that's coming, all right? There, there's a difference. And even as I'm scrolling right now through the February direct, just to see what we saw, um, I could see already that while this again had a lot of fluff in it, there was a lot of things to be excited about, and I just don't feel that here. And again, why the, why in God's great name did you put WarioWare on my birthday? Like, are you trying to rub it in, Nintendo? <laughs> like, what did I do to deserve this? I have been very loyal to you, and, <laughs> and everything. So you know, it it it, it kind of hurt. Clearly, it was Wario's idea. It was totally Wario's idea. So, with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. And ironically, I really thought we'd have more time for news, but I guess we'll just save it for next week because by that point, a certain Xbox story will have taken a whole (laughs) new form. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I had a whole rant saved up from them, but I will save it for another week, I suppose. So yeah, we're going to have a, bi- a super big news week next week, ladies and gentlemen, so stay tuned for that. But do let us know what you thought of the uh, of the Nintendo Direct. What were your highlights? What were your lowlights? What do you feel should have been cut from the thing? What were you hoping to get but didn't get? And which of these games that have been announced for the back half of the year are your day one gets? Let us know in the comments below. So, Boris, look at Scott, Falcon Faith! Somewhere out there. And Wario, well, I am Triforce Style, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag.